I, I think we're getting to round two next week. Little sidebar, so Glenn. Glenn, have you seen Star Wars? <laughs> I'm seeing how long I can hold out. Now oh, okay. it's like. <laughs> It's still playing. I, the thing is, I think I could reconstruct the movie from everything I've heard about it. I almost like yeah. want to pretend I've seen it. But no. I, I would see I, people on Twitter were like, "Oh, I've listened to. I, I haven't gotten a chance to see Star Wars yet, but I listened to the comparable episodes about it." I'm like, "Oh no, really? really? What? Really? Well, I'm, holding, I'm reserving a week to listen to those. You know, 160 hours or so after yeah. I've seen it. That's about right. I mean, people, people. This is you know, a fine bonus track material, but this is. Uh, people were like, "I can't believe you did so many episodes about yeah. this and so many hours of discussion." It's like that's nothing. Think of all the hours we did before the movie came out. <laughs> that yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. Now there's I mean, a movie. Per, it's not that ridiculous anymore. Per capita, I mean, we could probably go for another. I don't know, 120 hours. Yeah, at least. I mean, we mm-hmm. we we spent like an hour and a half on a three minute trailer. Come on, <laughs> come on, people. All right, so Doctor Who uh, season nine started obviously um, back in September, but uh, you know, really because it ended at the end of uh, end of November uh, or early December, actually, the final episode was on December fifth. That it, I think it's probably a good idea that we waited to to talk about it after the Christmas special because it followed on. Usually with these Doctor Who seasons, there's that moment of like, oh, nothing until Christmas. But this time it was like, no, nope, Christmas is like three Two weeks, weeks away, away yeah. right twenty days or something. So. That's not so bad. Mm. Um, but now begins the long winter to uh, and spring and summer and perhaps fall because nobody knows. And maybe part of winter. Part of yeah. winter again. Oh. Yeah. Nobody knows when there will be more episodes. There will be more episodes, but we don't know when. We don't know when they'll actually show them. Even Stephen Moffat's on the record is saying, well, we're making them. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I read a story uh, just the other day that cited Radio Free Scaro, Stephen. That, that was that, uh, I guess, I guess uh, Michael Pickwood, the, uh, the production designer, uh, dropped the little tidbit that, that the production is starting later this year. And I saw that cited somewhere the other day. And I thought, look at you breaking the news. I know. The Radio Times actually was the place that... That's it. Uh, that, that was that, it. That, that cited us because uh, we were at Eric and I were in the UK in November and Michael Pickwood was doing an event up in Derby we traveled by train for two hours to Derby to listen to Michael Pickwood talk and he mentioned during this talk that uh, Doctor Who was going to uh, be starting production in May and I made damn sure during my interview <laughs> afterwards to ask them please speak clearly into the microphone when you say this <laughs> late breaking news and so we did because that's four months later than usual it is it is and so people are all now doing the mental math and seeing how many episodes can air before this and that and so i'm i'm expecting series 10 will actually probably start with a christmas special and then uh, the rest of the series will probably start in the spring perhaps Hmm. it's either that or the split season thing and you presume presumably they know that now right because they would the last when they had the split seasons before they structured the series to have the christmas special in the middle of it and Mm -hmm. That seems unlikely this time. Boy, that would be rough to go a whole calendar year with nothing but a Christmas special, but yeah. maybe where try, we are. Try doing a Doctor Who podcast uh, every single week with no yep. new episodes to talk about. Yeah, I know that. That's that's the reason this isn't a Doctor Who podcast. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, all right, so let's... let's um Season 9, Series 9, I'm going to use those interchangeably because we're all North Americans here, and uh, we do that sort of thing. Uh, what is the, what is the season nine? Also, the other thing is Doctor Who fans, people may not know this, Doctor Who fans often will, uh, refer to the original, uh, classic Doctor Who series by season, (laughs) and the new series by series. Yeah, season nine was, uh, John Pertwee. 
So something I'm not interested in talking about at all. Can I ask a point of order? (laughs) Does the current, the uh, Husbands of River Song, is that part of Series 9? I think we're going to call it, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's how they do it on Netflix and all, where they... Just sort of include the Christmas. Yeah. Well, Wikipedia at the end. has Wikipedia has Last Christmas. Yeah, I saw that. Well, in fact, I think, the blue, I think the the complete series nine Blu-ray release includes both both, la- both of those Christmas specials. It does. Interesting. So that's, okay. that's 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 that interesting. But for incomparable purposes, well, okay. I watched Last Christmas on Christmas morning while I was doing some cooking in the kitchen. I had I had an iPad in the kitchen and I was watching that. On my head and and listening on my headphones as I was doing a whole bunch of stuff in the kitchen, and um, boy, it's it, it's on you know on the day it's hard to judge a Christmas special. I feel like you know it's, hmm. but but watching it for a second time because I haven't watched it since then, I thought it was really great. I, I I was I was much more impressed with it than I thought perhaps I would be in watching it back. I thought it was actually really great last Christmas. I, I, think, I agree. Yeah, I, I think as a it, just to really answer Glenn's question, typically the the Christmas episodes are not seen as part of the part of the season arc, and that's just you know roughly uh, Moffat has kind of shoehorned it in a little bit more I think than than sometimes we had earlier but uh, you know in, as most of you guys probably know in the UK it's a really big deal to get together and watch television on Christmas much more than it is in the United States or, or Canada and uh, so lots of these TV shows have great big Christmas sort of extravaganzas that aren't always tied too heavily to the continuity of the show because tons and tons of people who don't normally watch these shows are sitting down to watch with their families so they want it to be accessible enough for everybody to get it, so I feel like last Christmas was a little more tied in to the the arc uh, oh, than yeah. than usual, and I I feel like the husbands of River Song was not. I I watched uh, that's I think that's absolutely true, and I think they refer. I mean, there's a callback in Husbands of River Song to it, uh, but I uh, I've watched last Christmas I think five times. I just find it. Charming and weird, and uh, I can't believe you and I like the same episode. This is I know, actually it's so weird. <laughs> a theme of this season is our nemesis statuses are are in jeopardy because we liked a lot of the same episodes. So mm-hmm. I don't know what we're going to do about that. But I thought last Christmas, I found it. It just had great emotional moments throughout. Great rubbery monsters. I love <laughs> nested realities, and then they kept popping up, and then I. I actually, well, I don't know. Can we talk about it for a moment or is it not all right? I don't know. Yeah, we can do it. We can okay. do it. I, well, so I, I got us into this. So there was sure. something that came up. I, there was an <laughs> echo of it. It came up again in uh, in uh, Husbands of River Song. The bit at the end where the doctor appears to be appalled that she's old. And then uh, when I first viewing, I was like, oh, that's horrible. He's looking at her old and is appalled. But then on subsequent viewings, I realized the the gag, I'm sure you got everyone else is more ahead of me on this, is that he actually can't see her. He doesn't actually mm-hmm. even quite understand yeah. she's old. Then River Song mentions that in passing when he says she looks fabulous and he's like and she says you don't know what i look like <laughs> it's, it's actually yeah. in last christmas it's a payoff from deep mm-hmm. breath where he oh. he uh he says repeatedly right. actually in 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 series eight that he can't mm-hmm. tell even like between strax and clara at one point but certainly he can't tell her age or whether she looks good or bad or is messy or not it's just sort of like he doesn't it's almost like a oliver Sacks kind of a face blindness kind of yeah, thing that he's yeah. got a little mm-hmm. bit because and it's an interesting way to make the doctor seem more alien but it also mm-hmm. it, it redeemed that episode the first time i watched it is like i like it except that bit that i watched it again it's like oh no this is okay he's he's concerned because he doesn't know as opposed to being appalled that she's aged or something so that was good 
Also, I think he was probably upset that he had missed her entire life. Yes. Well, yeah, yes. yeah. But when he realized it suddenly, yes, you're totally right. It's not like he could jump back in her time stream and take her out of it. And what, what, wait a second, <laughs> I know we'll get there. That. that would blow up Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, but it's it was it was I was I was impressed by it, knowing knowing what was going to happen. I was impressed by the fact that I felt like it played by the rules more or less about dreams within dreams and Santa and all of that, and had the nice bit at the end. <laughs> uh, um, I'm not sure about the consistency with the anti-orange agenda in that episode, given how yeah. possible positive everybody is about oranges in the christmas invasion i feel like we've regressed on oranges at christmas time oh man each doctor you know has different views on on fruit yeah this is well established in doctor who clearly andre kudrescu talked once about how in romania like oranges and citrus would show up you know once a year and he's a kid and it would just be the most glorious wonderful thing and i assume post-world war uh two england was like that too for some period Hmm. All right. Uh, oh, this is orange cast. Welcome yes, orange it's cast. all about citrus fruits. <laughs> um, the Meyer, the Meyer it's lemon. Zesty. I, I uh, knew that Florida childhood would kick in someday. Yeah, finally you've made finally. it. Finally, I, I got a structural question though. The Fisher King—that's another reference to Jesus, right? Isn't that like a biblical reference? It's Arthurian. It's Arthurian. Oh, it's Arthurian. Yeah. So, what's the context here that he's called that? Is that just they plucked that out as a clever name, or is there something I missed? Uh, is it a oh, Glenn, aquatic I love, farce? You are, you are our conspiracy theorist. I think they thought it was a clever name yep. with some resonance. It's a, yeah, there's it was, a little bit of resonance, but there's we went into great detail about this on Verity. There's yeah, not that much. Not, go, not yeah. so much. I was thinking, so they were trying to stage an aquatic farce, in other words, and hand, uh, hand the doctor yeah. a, a sword Fisher King water. literally going to be underwater and right. is a ruler. Thank you, for, <laughs> thank you for the sidebar. <laughs> Everything's better down where it's wetter. Yeah. Under so, the sea. So thank you, Jesus Christ. <laughs> thank you, Sebastian the Crab. Not to be confused with Sebastian the Inquisitor from Babylon 5. Whoa, all right now. Whoa, I've never seen whoa, that. Whoa. Oh. No. Comes the Crab. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> So underwater, underwater base under siege with ghosts. Uh, Erica, Stephen, you got any thoughts awesome. about this one? Well, and look what they did with River Song, where they where he left threads for that. He liked the act. I mean, I was watching some of the behind the scenes stuff from uh, the uh, husbands of River Song, and they talked. Everyone was talking pretty openly, like you know, it was kind of a a short arc. It was a two episode arc with this character, and you know, there was no intent, and everyone liked the actress, and who wouldn't? Uh, but also, it just it just snapped. It was such those were snappy episodes about her and the doctor and the fact that he left himself an out because of the time reversal thing he did or the sequence suddenly, I mean, how many episodes was uh, Alex Kingston in the end? Like dozens or something with uh, like a dozen uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I think like, like with um, uh, river was very much like uh, Sally Sparrow who didn't come back because you know, she's a big time actress now, yeah, uh, right. but it's the idea that, that you start as, as a concept and then it becomes maybe more of a character as time goes on, but but I think you're I think you're right. I, loose ends and setting things up for other people, and and I think when I when I talk about fans and viewers, I mean the, the all the all the uh, the ancillary material is also kind of that, right? It is it mm-hmm. is the big finishes and the novels and all of that. It's that like extra stuff. It's great to have extra stuff. I, I feel like um, Russell T Davis knew exactly what he was doing when he implied in. Boomtown in season one mm-hmm. that Rose and Jack and the Doctor Christopher Eccleston Doctor had lots of adventures on their own or at least a few adventures on their own and I believe the the current uh, 
miniseries, uh, a comic miniseries about the Christopher Eccleston, about the, the Ninth Doctor, mm-hmm. is set in that little period. But it's like, yeah, you gotta have those episodes. Um, st- uh, they also did it with the uh, Girl in the Fireplace, where there's this implication like these different little TARDIS teams, there's some stories that weren't told. And yeah, except that's the problem with the problem with Russell T. Davis's era is he kept giving the doctors age and oh, the doctor yes. aged exactly men, as many years as David yeah. Tennant was on the screen. So he didn't really leave as much yeah. space Stephen as Moffat like Stephen Moffat, who has hundreds of years to fill. Yeah, I went back and I spotted, you know, some of those interstitial episodes. I never watched the night series, um, you know, one, which was uh, the night before the night after and so forth. And I, I uh, just found them the other day because I was reading something in uh, in the uh, uh, the TARDIS a wikia the um i'm sorry that's not what it's called in tardis data Corps, right yeah. and it mentioned something about one of these episodes and i thought i never saw this and i went and watched those i'd seen some and there's one with uh, amy pond where she catches him coming back in and she said where were you And he's like well i was just and he starts listing off these things and uh you know and she's like do you sleep he's like not very much it's like you go off and have other adventures yeah while we're asleep we're not very important to you we're like mayflies we and he, she's really it's a really kind of sad thing and then he explained you know, he kind of recontextualizes how important it all is and and what she's about but they, you know he's actually i'd never seen that moment where he said yeah i got all kinds of stuff going on on the side we're just yeah. <laughs> you're the main through line here but you know there's other stuff happening too while you guys are sleeping your 12 hours your eight hours that's some of the realism of the modern series too i like the idea that the doctor may do th- some things uh and uh the companions do too i mean both with a- amy and rory who who the impression we get f- uh, throughout that their last season their last half season is that you know they've lived more than a decade and they just keep on visiting with the doctor but over a very long stretch of time in their in their lives they're 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 supposed to be much older by the time not like ancient old but like amy needs glasses and stuff right and then with with uh with clara um she refuses to live in the TARDIS, so he keeps coming and picking her up. So they're both sort of living their lives separately and then having adventures. And I like that because, you know, that was not the model in the old series. And it does let you fill in the, the gaps with imagination about what else they're doing. And then you throw in a line about River stealing the TARDIS to have her own adventures. <laughs> and, and the doctor yes. never notices. And it's just, there it is, you know, whatever. And, and puts a little wet bar in. Yeah. Oh, that was <laughs> That's great. what those things are for. There's, you can hide things behind yeah. those things. I disliked his look. Yeah. It was great. It's great. That that's. But anyway, to to New Mexico, where apparently the police officers have the Mexican flag on their uniforms, yeah. which is oh, odd. Oh, I yeah. never noticed that. Yeah, yeah. it's like someone didn't quite get the message that it's not a different country. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's a New Mexico. That's the cla- that's a classic. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was an internet thing. The the. I'm sorry, sir. This is only for the people in the United States. Well, no, I'm in. I'm in the United States. Well, what state are you in? I'm in New Mexico. I'm sorry, sir. Mexico is not covered here. Like no. Yeah. Yeah. Or as Homer Simpson once said, "Oh, there's a new Mexico." <laughs> I actually went online to see if I could find uh, uh, mileage per hour signs after you were critiquing the terrible, ridiculous design of the 55 mph sign yeah. to see if that was like an old Route 66 sign. It is not. Bless it is not. Them. They made, Bless them. They just made that no. terrible Trying to make America. 
That's not in, like, yeah. in, 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 in Spain, Spain or, or yeah. the Canary Islands or wherever they are worth that for that. <laughs> it's very sweet. Anyway, uh, I wanted to bring something up. We were talking in the chat room about the about the plausibility of that plot point and remind me of the cold equations. This is that classic mm-hmm. science fiction story, which is terribly, terribly unfair. It's one of the most. <laughs> I don't know if I want to spoil it for people. It's. I think it's got. It's unfair in that you hit a point. You're like, this is the worst thing that could happen to someone. And it seems like a cheat, but it's just reality. It's the, you know, the physics of it or the thing that causes it. And I feel like for those who know that story, you'll see the parallel. Those who don't, check out the story because it's a great piece of classic sci-fi. Yeah, spoilers really for is. a search oh. written 60 years ago. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Glenn. It's such a good story. I don't want to spoil it for people. One thing that my 14-year-old and I were talking about after the Christmas special was, you know, it's been on for a while now. When it does come time for a new doctor, is this going to be the first new doctor who grew up watching this version of the series instead <laughs> oh, of the classic? Wow. And how does that change how how it goes forward? Well, we're probably not there yet, but one. we're, we're no, going to get not there. Quite, but it's it's gonna it's gonna be a while, yeah. Yeah, Jason, you were right talking about how how old New Who really just does feel old. Actually, because of that, this year on Verity, we always have a theme. This year is is firsts, and we are going to go back and, and revisit the Eccleston year, also the William Hartnell's first season mm. as well. But just to because it, it's been so long, there are so many people that I have met that have jumped on the Doctor Who bandwagon, um, either either with David Tennant or many with Matt Smith, even some people who just started with Peter Capaldi. So it's there's a lot of people. People who never actually even yeah. watched Christopher Eccleston. I'm a big fan of his season. I like or his episodes. I think he didn't always have the best writing, but I just I thought he put his teeth into that. And and uh, now that we have the you know the interim story, which was retconned, but still like the War Doctor transition, I just think he did a great job with yeah. it. and doesn't always get the recognition for it. I wish he had. Mm-hmm. I wish he had more episodes. I know. But that's I know. Just well, how, you know, things to went. do. I guess. And it was funny the other the other day. Uh, I was just watching for kicks. I put on a, a Patrick Troughton episode and, you know, didn't have the volume up that high, didn't really watch the opening credits. So, you know, I kind of turned it up into the episode. The 11 year old walks in, watches for, you know, two or three minutes and goes, this is Doctor Who. Huh. <laughs> and he sat down and watched and was like, there, there was no cue to tell him, you know, that this was anything like the show we watch all the time. It was just... Oh, well, that's obviously the Doctor. Mm. Well, Patrick Trotton. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's that thread is the, yeah him to Baker the root, to, the root. to Matt Smith to Capaldi. I mean, there's mm-hmm. very clear... Yeah, yeah. But, I, I, yeah I didn't just, mention it. delightful. I didn't mention it earlier, but there are long stretches in Heaven Sent where I feel like Peter Capaldi is basically being Tom Baker. I've heard <laughs> and, Oh, yeah. And not, yeah. A, not an impression, but just he sounds like him. He just sounds yeah. like Tom Baker. It's fascinating because he, he's his own guy, but he also is calling back to this... I don't know. It's he's it's, such it's a, a very clear to resonance. Doc- he's he's calling back to the doctor who wanted to talk to himself. Tom Baker is the man who wanted to talk <laughs> in cabbage on his shoulder, yeah. so he didn't have to have a real companion. Exactly, exactly. And for that episode, it's the it's fitting. 